0: You may not know Tony Co by her name, but chances are you definitely know her beauty company that she founded, NYX Cosmetics. It's literally sold everywhere. Tony was named one of America's wealthiest self-made women by Forbes. Although she sold NYX to L'Oreal in 2014 for over 500 million, she is surprisingly very humble and very sweet. Tony and I talked about her journey from living with their parents and how she came up with the idea for NYX. She openly shares the story of how she built her company, the challenges she faced, and why it was important for her to sell to the right people. One thing I noticed about Tony is that she truly has integrity in everything she does, from being on the board of UNICEF to helping other female entrepreneurs. She really puts 100% into everything she does. She also shared about her new venture, Thomas Jane Sunglasses, and what it's like to raise chickens in her backyard. Tony's story will inspire you and make you rethink entrepreneurship in an entirely new way. All right, so I am beyond excited to have this one on this podcast. Her name is Tony Co. She is America's wealthiest self-made woman in Forbes in the top sixty. She's created NYX makeup, which is a very, very, very popular beauty brand. Most of, most, if you're a girl, you're going to know what it is and then sold it to L'Oreal for almost $500 million. You know, no, 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 uh, no small feet there and has gone on to do, uh, amazing, tremendous things. So I just want to say thank you, Tony Coe for coming on this podcast. I love that you're here and I can't wait to talk to you.
1: Thank you, Jennifer, for having me on the show, your podcast. Thank I'm you. so honored to be here. Well, and thank you. And I have to tell you, this is actually my first interview in a year and a half.
0: I I am so beyond honored that you're <laughs> on, on this little podcast for your first interview. So thank you. I mean, I'm telling you the truth. I'm not just saying it because you're here. I am really, really happy to have you because you are such a badass and you are you amplify what what true entrepreneurship is, what real hustle is, what like people can do, what you can make something out of nothing. And I really just want to hear how a little girl who came here, not yeah. even speaking English at yeah. 13, yeah. created one of the biggest beauty brands in the world oh, and then sold you. it. you. You're no. so sweet. No, See? it's the truth.
1: I love you. That's why I want, like, you know, this is like so, ha- I'm so happy to be here. Oh, like, listen, we're happy you. to
0: have you. And so I guess the first thing is really that, like, you come here, Mm -hmm. you move here from, where
1: exactly were you? South Korea.
0: South Korea. Yes. When you were 13. 13, yes. And you spoke almost zero English? Yeah,
1: I knew how to say uh, three words. I knew yes, no, and thank you. (laughs) That's
0: it. That's it. And then, then, like, were you always, like, someone who loved beauty or makeup, or what was your, was that your, like, passion as a kid, or...
1: Yeah, so uh, I loved beauty, and uh, I remember where we used to live, um, one of the biggest stores was Kmart. Kmart has gone out oh, of business, Yeah. there was a Kmart, and uh, after school, like, I used to go to Kmart and just walk up and down and up and down the beauty aisle, mm. and you know, I remember it was like the uh, cover girl, the Maybelline, mm-hmm. and I used to just like smell, like walk around and smell the aisle because it wow. just smells so delicious. Uh, the irony is that uh, my mom didn't let me wear makeup, so I I had an eyeliner, a pink frosted lipstick. Right. I still remember this <laughs> lipstick. I don't know if you remember those one with the um, the core is like a, a clear lip gloss, and then it's got the lipstick outside. I totally <laughs> remember, remember that. Those? Yes, yeah. of course. So I had one of those. It was CoverGirl, I think. CoverGirl, yeah, yep. and uh, uh, a face powder. I. So I saved up all of my allowance, bought these three items and I would hide it under my backpack. Went to school, I would put the makeup on and I also carry like a small little bar of soap and I would wash my face in school bathroom before going home. So my mom never knew that I was oh, wearing wow. makeup. That's crazy, and yeah.
0: then, and so like when you were younger, were you like then working in like beauty? Like, do, where was your first job? Did you have like jobs in like the beauty space as like yes. a beauty counter or like?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, I never real had a, a real job, but I worked in my family business. So uh, we're so I'm first generation immigrant. So are my parents um so when they came here, moved to us the first business that they started in was a small retail store selling designer fragrances and color cosmetics oh so we were okay. selling brands like i don't know if you remember brands like jordana La love them, like jordash used to yeah jordash jordash yes. have makeup yes so we were retailing those and my mom she happened to be an amazing businesswoman so Um, uh, ultimately we had multiple locations and then, uh, we, uh, um, uh, packaged everything together and we went into a wholesale distributor business and I worked in the family business my whole life. And, uh, I kind of naturally learned how to run a business. No one like taught me how to run a business, but by just by observing like what my mom did and, you know, at a very, from very young age. So uh, I think our family business started when I was, like, 14 or 15 years old, and wow. uh, I just went to work um, after schools, weekends, and, like, vacations. We, my, like, our family, we never went on vacation. Like, we worked, 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 worked. Wow, yeah. Like, 24-7, like, nonstop working. Um, and, uh, you know, I think most importantly is the interaction with the customers, on a daily basis from like a very young age and uh, merchandising because um you know like I was just like I was just like a sponge that was like soaking up information right right and because we had our store and I was displaying merchandise so now I got to see like oh like you know this item will be great if The display was designed a certain way. Right. So like from a very young age, like I was thinking about things like this. Right. Oh, yellow looks really good next to black. Like a, you know, um, when you look at eyeliner, 80% of an eyeliner sale is a black eyeliner. But if you have only black eyeliner, it doesn't sell by itself. You have to have the brown. You have to have the blue, the green. You have to have the complementary color in the same display. And which color goes next to which color makes a huge difference. Wow, yeah, I can see that. In um, consumer purchasing.
0: Right, so It's very it's interesting. It is interesting. And I feel like you kind of came by it honestly because it kind of probably seeped in your subconscious. Yes. Because as a young girl... You were doing that naturally all the time with your family business, yes. that it became part of like your kind daily of like… Daily routine. Your daily routine. It's like eating or, right.
1: you know, no one really
0: teaches you how to eat. Right. You kind of have to… Le- you learn it. Yeah. Like, or, and like it becomes part of like who you are and like… And so then what… And very what, natural. Very natural. Yeah. And because it sounds also like you're… You learn work ethic from your family, <laughs> yes. right? Because you're yes. working constantly, never going on vacation. Yes. So then, at what point were you like, you know what? I just want to start my own beauty brand. Like, how old were you? Even that's
1: so. That's exactly what I did. So I worked in the family business for uh, until I was 25 years old. And oh wow! Another story to this is while I was working for the family business, my oh. mom never paid me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes, and that it actually that's how I started NYX Cosmetics because. So, but I lived at home. You know, my right. parents are very conservative. So, right. their thing was, you know, I'm a woman. So, they thought I shouldn't move out of the house until right. like, I'm married, like very traditional, very conservative. Um, so, I was 25 living at home. Um, and I had a car that my mom was paying for. So, um, I didn't have any payment. Right. But I was on the allowance. I was a 25 year old living at, under your parents' roof on You're the a allowance. Young girl. Working at your family business. What they giving you as an allowance? How much were you making? Um, I think maybe like a few hundred dollars or something. Wow! Oh my gosh! <laughs> like a week, like a month or a week? Like what were you? I don't know. Maybe maybe it was like like when I was a teenager. Maybe they were giving they gave me like fifty dollars a week, a hundred dollars a week or something. And when it, um in my twenties, I don't know. Maybe they gave me like two hundred dollars a week.
0: Wow. And, yeah, and were you going
1: to school too, or were you just kind yeah? Of- I was going to um, I, I was going to Glendale College. Oh, uh, but then I dropped out to just like uh, work on the family business full time and to start my company. Wow. So wow, um, I was w- I worked on the concept for a couple of years because because so I would go to a department store because you know at our store we weren't selling Chanel's and Mac and Lancome like so right. all those fabulous products right. So I was I would go to department store and I would, like I look at I admire Chanel like I admire MAC and Lancome. I just love the simplicity of their packaging. Mm-hmm. Black and white. Basically black and white and nothing else. Right. Um the packaging is not the the hero of this product. The actual product is the hero. But when I went to drugstore I felt like oh my god it's so gaudy it's so colorful like yeah. Maybelline mascara, like green, hot pink,
0: hot pink, I gold that. foil.
1: Yes. Uh, like it's so gaudy. Like just by having that package, it is like you like people from miles can see that right. you're using a drugstore makeup. Brand, yeah. So um, so I thought, okay, I want to bring this department store look into the mass market. That was your
0: initial thought.
1: That was my initial thought. And I had that initial thought because, um, so by that time, my friends, my friends all had jobs and they started their career path and they were, they started to make money. So like they're buying all this expensive, like, you know, stuff. Stuff, And because I was a 25 year old allowance, I had limited spending power. So, uh, so, you know, that's one of the reasons. I'm like, I, you know, um, I'm not the only one who can afford uh, 10 MAC lipsticks at $15 each. Right. It's $150. It's a lot of money. Yeah. You know? Uh, and because my family had been in the beauty business for a while, um, I knew kind of how it worked. Uh, and I knew that um, most of uh, the price... That consumer pays for the retail price. A big portion, a huge portion of that money goes to marketing. Right. They have. I mean, they have like they pay a million dollars to a a model.
0: And more now. I and mean, more, more. Yeah. More.
1: I mean, million dollar, two million dollars, and I was like, okay, so. And to commercials and. Oh yeah, commercials and ads, buying ads, ads in Cosmopolitan, Vogue magazine. It's super expensive. Very, yeah. So, um, I so that's when kind of like I started on my business plan of, um, creating a brand that's really high quality, high functioning, um, but taking out all that extra expense right. of spending money in that marketing, and just like bringing to the consumers a really great product at a really low price. Wow, but how like?
0: So you had the background from your family. Yes. And then, like, how did you, like, what was your first, like, okay, so you had the concept. Yeah. What was your first step? Like, did you have to raise money? Did you have to just, like, how did you find the the materials? Like, you know? Uh, Oh,
1: yeah. So, uh, so, so when I, um, left the family business, so I, I left at about, I, I was 25 years old when I left the family business and, uh, my mom and I, we had a conversation and, uh. I told her about my idea and she wrote me a check. She wrote me a check and she said, don't worry about anything you do. Make your own choices. And even if you make a mistake, it's okay to make a mistake when you're younger. You could always bounce back. Right. And that's true. Yes. Um, and so I took, uh, she wrote me a check for $250,000 and I took that money. And the first year of the business, I two million dollars in sales your first first year by myself me myself and I no employee
0: no employee no employee okay so your mom okay so let me just like back this train up a little bit okay so you leave the family business your Mm -hmm. mom says here's a check for 250,000 to like start your business yes and then what okay and then not only were you profitable your first year which is amazing in itself but then, how were you able from day one to day three hundred and sixty-five? Mm-hmm. What was ju- what did you do? Like, how did you get the product? How did you mark? Like, how did you do any of it besides having a concept and then executing on that? Like, what was your step to get it from your brain to like an actual sample yeah. of
1: something? It's actually a lot easy. It sounds very complicated, but it's actually very easy. I started with one product, lip liner. Uh, cos- so one product cosmetic pencil okay. but what uh, was your first product lip liner and eyeliner okay. I had six colors in eyeliner and I had 12 colors in lip liner uh 18, 18 color uh wow skew, 18 skews and I had I had it in this like little cute little um uh circular display that spun and it was it was a counter di- countertop display like it, oh. that set on like a like a However, point of purchase, and this is like nineteen, yeah, POP, yeah. point of purchase, yeah. and this is nineteen ninety nine. I mean, the world was different. This is when people were actually going to like, like, let's just say, a ABC beauty supplier or something,
0: or like CVS kind of thing. CVS or like is Walgreens.
1: like Walgreens. Walgreens, CVS, like those are all retailers, but those are like huge, oh. like, uh, uh chain drug retail stores, and when you. Or a newbie into the game you couldn't get into those large accounts like you had to prove yourself like right. you had to build revenue and you had to prove yourself so i was selling to um small little boutique stores mom and pop stores like like a mom and pop pharmacy kind of thing or just like kind of like pharmacies yeah, okay. beauty supply stores accessory stores um convenience somewhere like even convenience stores um, wow. anywhere where people could pick up and the retail price was ninety nine for this pencil made in USA amazing quality lip liners and eyeliners at ninety nine retail that's price that's so crazy so cheap I can't even right believe. No, no oh my and god and then this was the this is the first time when $1.99 um lip liner eyeliner it looked like department store product because, because- it was just black and white the packaging was The packaging was just simple black with the white logo. And the crazy thing is doing a simple black and a white logo is the cheapest way to make a product. Really? Yes. If you do a gold foil, it's an extra 3 cents. Right, right, if right. If you do if you make it in like two different colors, it's extra five cents right like, you know it's more expensive right. to do it that way right to be all fancy it's actually more expensive exactly and then all all my um uh, you know so there's the pencil and there's the cap right so all my caps were all single color it was all black this way i could have one cap that could be used on all 18 colors
0: so how much was your okay so if you were selling it for 199 yeah.
1: So I was wholesaling it. So I wasn't selling one by one. You know, no, of I, course I wasn't not. direct volume, selling. Like just yeah. uh, just wholesale business. Yeah. And uh, I was selling it to my customer for anywhere between seventy-five cents to a uh, dollar twenty, depending on what their volume right. was. Their volume, yeah. Mean. Wow. And then so your first year,
0: mm-hmm. just from those little mom and shops, yeah. You you had like a two million dollar revenue.
1: Two million dollars the first year.
0: And who was like. And at that time, uh-huh. who was your big competition besides the big brands like mm, everybody? But yeah.
1: like, who was a small brand at the time? <sighs> Jordana. Jordana. I don't. Jordana. Even, I know Jordash. I don't remember Jordana. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. A lot of like Jordana was like a huge brand back then. Um, La Girl. La Girl. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah. I, don't know I if I remember, remember a little bit. Yeah.
0: I remember that a little bit. Yeah. And then you took that money, and then when did you start to expand into like all the other stuff, like? Your lipsticks, your eyeshadow—like, what was the next? What was then? What
1: uh, it's riveting. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so uh, so just to go back on how I like I did it is basically so I knew a, uh, a manufacturer that made cosmetic pencils oh, or like okay. some of the other brands, and they were in New York. So I took a red eye to New York. They were uh, not in New York, New Jersey actually. Okay. It was called Petit Fleur, They're not in business anymore, but. Um, okay. So I took a red eye out and I think I got to like JFK like at I don't know 5:30 a.m. or something and just to save time um I and to save time and money on lodging um I went to the meeting straight from the airport and then flew back out the same night same oh, day wow. um but basically I went to the factory and I literally hand drew wow. <laughs> kind of what I want um, and they were able to produce it for me. And I put in my first order. I came back, put my deposit. Uh, and uh, I had a small little showroom, 600 square foot showroom in California Mart, um, just by myself. And, uh, because my mom had that wholesale business, right. her, like the family business, the wholesale business, um, she had a extra oh, so so yeah. an extra warehouse space. So I borrowed an extra warehouse space. And if whenever I got an order, I went to the warehouse, packed the merchandise myself and delivered it to my customer.
0: Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. So you were, okay. So were you also not just in, you're doing it here in California, where else
1: were you selling at that point? Though? Oh, all over. Okay. So, so how I got my distribution yeah. is by going to a lot, a lot right. of trade shows. There was one called the ASD AMD. It's actually a army surplus surplus trade show. Oh okay that was in vegas twice a year so to that show i used to go um i used i didn't want to spend money on like the trucking and all of that stuff so i loaded the loaded all the merchandise in my car and i drove it out myself oh my gosh <laughs> you were like
0: i'm telling you like it's like the work ethic and the hustle of this stuff like you literally had no one else doing it with you no partner My friends,
1: my friends, I would like, I would lure them. I was like, do you want to go to Vegas? (laughs) Right, 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 exactly. And to work? You don't have to pay for, you don't have to pay for room. I'll buy you dinner and breakfast and lunch. Smart, very smart. Just come with me and hang out with me. So like my friends for all victims. (laughs) Amazing. My sister helped me a lot, you know, sometimes. And then, like, so
0: then, how did you grow it? Then, so now we understand, like, how you got the distribution. So yeah. basically, all your, di- all your, um, not your distribution, your manufacturing was happening in New York, basically. Yes. So
1: okay, where did the name come from? Oh, so it's uh, it's Nyx, N Y X, but it's pronounced Nyx. Nyx. It's a name of a Greek goddess. So Nyx is the name of a Greek goddess, and she's the goddess of night oh gotcha yeah. oh okay so it's nyx, N-Y-X which yes.
0: we know and it's that's so that's how you named it from the goddess yeah. of night so okay. night
1: nuit all that word originated from nyx from uh, the goddess of night oh i like that yeah and
0: then how did you start so what happened year like year two like how did you start to expand into like different skews and yeah. how did you
1: did you did you spend money in marketing yet like no, spent zero dollars. I I Until what point? Oh, first three years, I spent zero dollars. And I still lived at home. Really? So I had no personal expense. Right. I'm so not I paying think- rent. I, like, I have no personal expense, which helped a lot. And by because I was in family business and, you know, we're all... Entre- like, my, you know, my family is very entrepreneurial. Right. And, uh, you know, my grandfather was an entrepreneur. My dad's an entrepreneur. My mom's an entrepreneur. Like, we're all entrepreneurial. So um, we know one thing. it's It's... Easy to spend money, right? But it's hard to make money. Exactly, the I, I value agree that of, Value of money, right? Um, and it's not about how much money you make; it's about how much money you spend. Like if you spend more than you make, it doesn't matter how much money you make.
0: Absolutely, you're gonna be
1: bankrupt. Um, so I was very frugal. Um, I was, it's just straightforward, cheap. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. If I saved have to on, be, I saved on anything that I could save, and um, you know, I. Ate from home, right? You know, um, I lived at home, and the car was kind of my car. That you know, yeah, I was very fortunate in that way. Right, where I guess that's the support that you're that I, I received from my parents. Right, they gave you a lot of support, and they kind of you, you had a, you had
0: like a, a support system, and you had you didn't have to like fend for your yeah. personal like um, expenses. Basically, yeah, Everything so, was kind of paid so, for that. Yeah, so that was.
1: That was, like, really helpful to me. Like, right. That is the advantage that I had, I right. guess. And having parents who understand that their 25-year-old daughter wanted to start a company and be a business owner was completely okay to them because they they're used it. to it. Right. They did it, too. So um, uh, so that was – that. Was, those were all my – those were my assets, right? Right. So, um, yeah, so – uh, first three years, I took uh, no money from the company, so no salary from the company, and you know, probably I spent like you know five ten dollars every day to buy me a lunch or something. But that was it. Right. Um, and what I did was I invested every single dollar back into the business. Right. So by twenty six, I was already a millionaire um, wow. by having by selling you know, and it was a very profitable business too. Well, right, because you're
0: selling. You're you're basically the price points double at least, right? Yeah. Uh, Than what they're that they're selling, yeah. and you're selling in volume because it's like a cheap product. Yeah, but that means you have to sell. And no so employee. Much. And no. A you know, six hundred square foot showroom. T- 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 <laughs> I mean, you had a lot of like you, ha- you you had a lot of fortunate things happen with yeah. your family being supportive. Yeah. But then, what was your breakthrough moment? When did you go from being this, you know, small-ish, very small brand yeah. that you're now living with your parents? You're kind of like feeding every dollar into yeah. the business. What was that breakthrough moment where you went from like being that brand to being like a real massive mainstream like brand, household I, name brand?
1: It wasn't overnight. It no, wasn't I know. Old. It was like, you know, so when I started the company, it was 1999. When I sold the company, it was 2014. It was 15 years 50, of I know. pure sweat equity. I mean, I, I worked hard no, every I know. single day. And like, it's not like just sitting on the desk and like, you know, computer work. I mean, like I pack boxes, I deliver, like I, I'm a very good box packer. <laughs> so if I need to move, you'll help me? Okay. Yes, yes, I'm very good, very good. good. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, it took years to build a company. So, you know, I did a lot of trade show and started to open like one account at a time. Um, and there the were... What was it? When
0: account? What was when, 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 What year did you get your first really big account?
1: 2000, I think it was like 2007... Two
0: thousand six. Oh, so Either seven years later.
1: Two thousand six. I we I sold to Ulta. Have you? Of course, I know yeah. Ulta. But Ulta was much smaller. It in was much smaller too. than it is I think now. they had like.
2: They really? have about.
1: They have more than a thousand stores now. But, wow. you know, then they had like 200, 250 stores. They were much smaller. But still, it was huge for me because I was huge. only selling to like mom and pop stores. Even
0: until 2006. So seven years after you started your business. Yes.
1: You were still only selling to mom and pop shops. Yeah. And then. But there was, you know what? There was 5,000 of these accounts. Across U.S. Right, you had, a, you had a lot of volume in those months I products. had yes, out of five thousand, I was probably selling to about four thousand five hundred account.
0: Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your own online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the, do we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're online courses or a physical product, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever or whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with their internet's best converting checkout. It's actually 36% better on average compared to any other leading commerce platform. And sell more with less efforts thanks to Shopify Magic, which is your AI-powered all-star. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash hustle. That's all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash hustle now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash hustle. Have you guys tried Factor yet? Factor is a ready-to-eat meal delivery that takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, the prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Factor now offers loads of snack options too, and like breakfast and smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what's on my schedule. And when things get super hectic, Factor is flexible. Change your order up every week with plans from four to eighteen meals per week, or pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. So head to factormeals.com slash habits and hustle fifty and use code habits and hustle fifty to get fifty percent off. That's code habits and hustle fifty at factormeals.com slash. Habits and hustle, fifty to get fifty percent off. And so were, you, so were you were you constantly every year, year one you made two million. What did you make year six? for example. Oh
1: God. It went like so it went like two, four, and Doubled. then eight. Like it was like double, double, double. And by year six, so like by two thousand five, I think I was doing, I think I was doing like twelve million. Wow. Like, not exactly sure, but I was doing um a uh, double digit millions. Were well, you still not
0: taking money from the company? You're still, by that point you were kind of now taking a salary. Yeah,
1: I was taking salary, but you know, okay. like I wasn't like going out partying like rock no, no, no. stars. I but like Did you move out of your mom's I, house? I, I, I did. <laughs> I finally completed. Yeah, that's her. What, <laughs> that's tw- what I wanted to know. I did you get your own apartment <laughs> or <laughs> at 29 okay, I wow. bought my first condo in oh. downtown? Okay. So four
0: years into it, you decided to like leave the nest, basically. Yes, yes. And then what? So then, like, you went to buy, you went to have your own condo, and then the breakthrough was when you got the Alta account. Alta
1: account, yeah. So that was a huge jump for me. But then the real, uh, the real, real, real breakthrough was. 2007, I think it's like 2007, 2008. Remember 2008? Oh yes. Like early 2008, the market crashed. Yeah, I remember, remember? that. Yeah, uh, the huge market crash and people are losing jobs left and right. and You've heard of the lipstick syndrome, right? Where uh, no makeup, lipstick, especially a red lipstick, is uh, econ- uh, um, is uh, uh, economy resistant. Uh, not economy resistant. Is the word. Okay, I <laughs> feel like economy, like it, like. Um- there's recession proof recession proof yeah, recession, recession proof. proof so the red i never heard that red lipstick <laughs> yes. is recession, recession proof? proof so ah i didn't know
0: that. i just learned <laughs> something from you tony okay good to know
1: yes makeup is uh it's recession proof because it's a small enough item mm-hmm. that you can go out and buy for yourself yeah. That doesn't really affect you hugely but it makes you feel amazing it makes it gives you that warm and fuzzy feeling that's true so you feel
0: beautiful or yeah
1: just like putting on the lip gloss yeah right so true yeah yeah i see on the mascara it makes a huge a little blush
0: and your price point is
1: so reasonably priced you're not breaking the bank yes and then the quality was good so people were shopping down so people um all these people who were buying expensive brands expensive brands we're now looking for an alternative and there was nyx cosmetics right like we look like we're a department store brand like right black and white like really chic and And then when they said okay five dollars i'll give it a try right they bought it they tried it it was amazing yeah so it was it was like word of mouth right and then the next huge break was um there was one item that we were going to discontinue because we weren't selling a lot of it. And out of nowhere, we saw this item just selling like crazy. Which item? It's uh, it's it's called a JP604. Color name is Milk. It's a white jumble eye pencil.
0: And was it like a highlighter or what does it do? No,
1: people are using it as an eyeshadow base. Oh. So there was this boom in YouTube. 2000 end of 2000, 2008 yeah um it, there was this boom and there were all these makeup artists right uh who were doing tutorials um the hauls they call it the hauls right they go right. out to a beauty supply store they buy a bunch of stuff and they show you right. on video like what they bought like YouTube like YouTube yeah, yeah. like
0: beauty influencers
1: yes, yes. Okay. but then influencer was not even a word right like it wasn't makeup, a term. I know. What you they call were makeup, makeup artists, artists. Makeup, like, yeah, you know, yeah 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 like, who had their own channel or yeah. or just like just like a regular girl who it was their hobby right yeah that's it right they're using YouTube project. at the yeah. time
0: to show people how to like how to use makeup
1: exactly yes right. and uh, you know um, so all these like all these uh, hobbyists or makeup um, makeup artists enthusiasts using makeup enthusiasts yeah were using NYX cosmetics to do a tutorial
0: and it was just
1: that was the that's when i learned oh my gosh this is word of mouth marketing on like a super platform right Right. Yeah. Ma- like a ma- and that massive, was before- massive, massive platform. Before now, everything seems a little diluted, right? And at the time, yeah. it wasn't organic. Uh, it was all a hundred percent organic. We've not paid a single person. Wow. So how did that? How did that business grow? So it went from what to what? And after two thousand and eight. So like uh, between like two thousand five to two thousand nine, we were. By 2009, we were a 35 million dollar company. By 2009, and we're yeah. okay. Wait, I want to know after. Okay, between 2007,
0: when you did the Alta yeah. deal, Alta, Alta deal. Uh-huh. Sorry, Alta deal. What, what did that? What was that breakthrough? So you went from what to what after Alta? I
1: don't remember the exact number. Oh my god, this is such a long time ago. But we were doing like so. You know, it was like like 12 million to 35 million oh, was kind of like crazy. a slow growth yeah. for me. Um, and then once we hit 35 million, we hit 50 million really quick. Once we hit 50 million, we were hitting 75 million really quick. And then once we hit 75 million, we're like hundred million, like quick like that. Wow. And so like, was it, it was momentum. Momentum. There's always that upswing. Yeah. Pendulum swings one way. Right. And then when it hit, and then, you know, when I look at over 15 years of the growth, it's not like, it's not a smooth curve like this. It is, you know, you go up. You flat out a little yeah. bit, and then there's one year where you have like a hit item, or like right. you know, like something white- happened, so, something like that happens, and then you choo, go right. up like you add spike. 10 million of sales, like in a couple of months. Wow, because and- it's just so much volume, and we're selling to about we were huge, we were doing export, we were doing a lot of export. Um, uh, really, yes, we're selling to. By the time I sold the company, we had about, we were selling into about 60 different countries. Wow. That's a lot. I know. So, yeah, so, so that's it's a, a lot. You don't have to tell me it's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot. lot.
0: Like, at that time, like, also, just think of, like, so you went from, like, all those, after the whole YouTube thing, were you then in, like, the CVS's and the Walgreens, and did you get into all those things after that whole YouTube thing, and that's what after kind of the whole, after spiked you the whole again? Thing,
1: yes. So, the next big account was Target.
0: Oh, that's huge! Yes,
1: next big account was Target. That was huge. But even you know, Target, How about Walmart. Did you sell at Walmart? No, 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 no. No, no. Okay. Um, I, I did not want to go into Walmart. Um, I know the brand is in Walmart now, but you know, oh, yeah. now. But that's L'Oreal's decision, right. and you know, they're the brand owner. They could do whatever they want to do. Right. But I did not want to be in Walmart. I want. Uh, so, uh, my target was that I was going to get into um, Target. And then either CVS or Walgreens. Oh, okay. Yeah, either or, which came first. Right. But CVS came first, so we were selling into CVS. And then um, there was Walgreens, and it was the Rite Aid and the Walmart. But that was after me. After you? Yeah, see after you me. 2014. It. I sold in 2014.
0: 2014. Yeah. Wow. So then at what what were your sales like before you sold it to L'Oreal? Like- so
1: that year, I sold in July, um that year we're we're on track to do uh, 120 million jeez a- i think they ended up doing 180 million i can't even that's like yeah. unbelievable from a little brand that from your mom's yeah. apartment
0: or house with your family uh-huh. on your own like so so do, at that point when you sold it how many employees by that point did you have
1: we had about 260 So you already were
0: growing there's like a like you already had like and then how much of that like how much were you spending on marketing and all that? Were you never spending? I mean I, we, we didn't
1: have a marketing department.
0: <laughs> so it was literally just a brand that went from like word of mouth.
1: Yes. And from
0: like just it was like building like organic social, organic social media. Organic social media. Yeah. And like you were like the lucky one that never had to like basically so yes. do a ton of like basically put a lot of like advertising money into the brand. That yes. I feel like the brand kind of spoke to for itself because yes. i mean it literally sold itself it literally sold itself. it literally sold the itself. price point was and i say this all, that's why when i was so excited to meet you because you know when my husband told me he met you in, mm-hmm. and i'm like oh my god i love nyx i like use it mm-hmm. because it's so like it's so the colors are beautiful it's it's good quality and it's like cheap you know mm-hmm. i hate to say it but it's like you know like i, I would call use, it a spade <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm call, I, you know like and, and to build that is like unbelievable. So then, okay, so then L'Oreal um, buys it from yeah. you.
1: I wanted to sell to L'Oreal. You really wanted yes. to? Was that your first choice? That was my goal. I don't know. Somehow. Like in your um, brain, you're like, I want to sell yes, this company to the L'Oreal. the early stage. Like if I ever sold a company, I want to sell to
0: Why? L'Oreal.
1: Why? Because they're a really good custodian of a brand.
0: Really? Yeah. How are they different as a, because they're like a mass giant. Like, how is it different yeah. than a Revlon or? Oh, uh,
1: actually, there isn't that many. You know, there's, there's Cody, not. there's Revlon, oh. there's Estee Lauder, and there's L'Oreal.
0: What else Between L'Oreal?
1: them four, They, I think they have all the brands under their they portfolio. Do. Estee Lauder, I feel, owns everything. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, their portfolio is cr- crazy. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What yeah. else does L'Oreal own? Oh, Maybelline. Yeah. Maybelline.
0: What else? Garnier.
1: Yeah. Oh, they own Garnier, too? Urban Decay? They own Urban Decay? Yeah!
0: Jesus! Okay, so, like, you're, okay, well, there you go. Oh, no,
1: yeah, but they have portfolios, but they have different portfolios. So, they have a portfolio for uh, mass brands. They have portfolio for a prestige brand. So, where Urban Decay goes under the prestige, and then NYX Cosmetics goes under the mass Mass brand. Mass brands. What's another mass brand that they own, then? (sighs) Like, what's another... Essie!
0: Okay, Essie, But Estee's called nail, nail polish. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to... I'm trying to find, like, a Maybelline. comparison. Maybelline. Like, Maybelline. Mm-hmm. So, NYX is, like, in compa- So, you basically built the equivalent to Maybelline by yourself. Yeah. Which doesn't really... I don't feel like it happens that much. Like, there's so many, like, little like little ding-dong yeah. companies out here. <laughs> you, <laughs> know? <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they have a couple SKUs. They do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but they're not, like, massive brands that, yeah. like, get bought out by that kind of, like crazy. So why so why did you want L'Oreal? Why did you not want Revlon? Did Revlon even make you an offer?
1: Uh Revlon, we did talk to Revlon, but then they were they were lowballing on the price of the oh. company, so uh, we said we basically um uh, not not put them on the on the list of, on the, on the, uh, on the, the, the prospects. Of How prospects. About Estee Lauder, did they make a Um yeah, I think estee lauder i think was in the game at one point but then they were all they were probably um out of the list pretty early on too so mostly it was um, um uh uh finance financial yeah. purchases like an investment company right and uh and I, and cody and L'Oreal. l'oreal and i really wanted to sell to l'oreal and i had a really um at the at the exit I had two really good offers. One from Strategic, mm-hmm. which is L'Oreal, and one from Finance, which was from a um a investment company up in San Francisco. Wow. Like very comparable. Right. Very, you know, very comparable. And I may have more made more money actually if I had sold to the financial. Yeah, really? But wow. I'm actually very happy that I sold to L'Oreal. What? why? Because they're just a really good custodian of the brand. They're, like look yeah. at what they've done. They've with done the a brand. great job.
0: Oh my god! I mean, now they have standalone stores. Oh, so many. I mean, tons of them, and uh-huh. the brand still has its. It has the same reputation. Yes. Like a lot of times, like they hate the word, but they a lot of these big companies come on board and they like bastardize the yes. bra- brand, right? Mm-hmm. And they make them in these like terrible like versions of what they used yes. to be. But they did do a really good job they did. to keep the brand like going well. And, and that's what I want. Yeah, just I mean,
1: like literally, literally, this is like my baby. Yeah. And I, yeah, the 15 years of my life, I had nothing. I wasn't married. I have no children. Like it was I had no social life.
0: You gave everything this to is, the brand. That's
1: I was like a little frog in a well. That's all I knew. I mean, it's like, literally amazing. that's all I knew. Right, because all you knew is you lived at home
0: and you b- yeah. built this business. Uh-huh. Like you I went would... to work
1: home, work home. Either I was on the road on a business trip, or I did work home, work home, work home. So then, what happened? I didn't like, even have a steady relationship. I couldn't even keep a relationship because you worked that much. Like, what kind of a- so? Tell me, like, what kind of hours
0: were you working?
1: Ah, uh, there is like you cannot set an hour. I know because but... you're you're thinking twenty four seven. Like I, I wake up middle of the night. Uh, I would always have like a note, uh, uh, a pen and a paper because I could wake up at 3 a.m. with an idea. I have to write it down, right? Right. And when you're a business owner, there's, you know... There's some people who's like, I want to be more flexible with my time, so I want to be a business owner. I'm like, uh-uh, you're going to need to, Like, no. Oh, I, no. I, I
0: could not agree with you more. <laughs> people think... I think right now it's a big
1: buzzword. Like, I want to be an
0: entrepreneur. Yeah. People don't... Th- they think that's like the easy way. The, no. The easier route. No. And it's not, no. right? You put more <laughs> hours in, more time, more sweat, more yeah. tears, and like, you may have quote unquote, your own schedule, but you're working 24
1: hours a day because you have Literally. to really be worrying about all these things yeah. all the time. Your, your mind is 24-7 occupied. Oh, all the time? Yeah. All the time. Literally.
0: Did you know Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors and take about 20,000 breaths a day? I didn't. And according to the EPA, indoor air is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And in some cases, even a hundred times more polluted. And the data shows that an air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths globally. Wow. So then what's the solution? I'm going to introduce you to an air purifier that captured the attention of established media outlets all over the world, like CNN, Money, ABC, and it's called Air Doctor. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens, such as pollen, Pet dander, dust mite, mold, and even bacteria and viruses, so your lungs don't have to. And air doctor purifiers also have a feature called WhisperJet that makes the fans 30% quieter than any other ordinary air purifier. And Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code HUSTLE. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. And exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit which is an additional $84 value. So lock this special offer in by going to A I R D O C T O R P R O dot ocom and use promo code HUSTLE
2: now. This episode is brought to you by Bumble.
0: And then, like, how do you, like, you know, this, this whole thing here, you know, this whole podcast is called, like, Habits and Hustle, yeah. right? So we know you got the hustle, and then <laughs> we got that. And then what are your habits? Like, even, were well, your habits have, they I'm sure they've changed yeah. from the yeah, days yeah, yeah. Okay. when you were working like a dog. It sounds to me when you were when you were building NICS, you worked 20, like, you worked day and night. Mm-hmm. Did you take care of yourself at all at that
1: point? Like, were you sleeping at all Were you... Like exercising, oh, yeah. we- uh, exercising! Like I would do on and off, right? But you're all about the business. On and off, but I was moving around so much, right? You know, I called like walking in the air, air um, yeah. airports yeah. my 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 cardio. Oh gosh, exactly. <laughs> Going right from yeah, terminal yeah, yeah. to terminal was my cardio. Yes, and like lug- like logging around luggage. luggages was my workout. Um, and I've always been a very active person, right. so uh, that was good. And I'm like you know. I don't really, I like to eat food, but I don't really like sweets. I mean, I don't have sweet tooth to begin with. Right. So I think I have kind of have a um, healthy diet naturally. That's, so you always kind of ate well. And took, like Was there one habit? But it's not like I'm going to eat salad every day. Or no, I'm no, no. i every
0: day. But that doesn't even necessarily make you healthy. There yeah. has to be like, is there like one habit that you've kind of always did that kind of was you that kind of kept
1: you on point? I make a to-do list. You make a to-do every all the time. Not every day. No, no, no. But in life, I make a list. Uh huh. I make a list, and once I cross it all out, I make a new list. So how often do you do that list? Uh, Let's see. It's been slower lately, um, but when I would, I would probably say every like once three to four days, I have a new list. Now,
0: okay, so well, I'm going to get more into that in mm-hmm. a second because that's the habits portion. But okay. I'm, I am want to know, and I'm sure a lot of people want to know, Like, so why don't you sell this company for mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of <laughs> millions of dollars and now you have no investors, right? Because your mom basically... Oh, no, no. I
1: did have an investor. Okay, so I had a minority investor. You
0: did get a minority. Okay, yes. So at what point did you get the minority investor? Uh,
1: 2009. So that oh. was 10 years after I... I started the company i brought in the minority investor and that's not because i needed the money the company was like right. special. we had we had so much money in the bank account and right. we had inventory and that was all paid for like it was financially super healthy but this is the time when i was really wanting to getting get into like target and um mm-hmm. uh, CVS and like walgreens like the the, the big guy the yeah. big boys the large retailers yeah um and i was having problem Breaking into one of these retailers mm-hmm. because you have to get into one of them to prove your number, right? Oh, because I mean these guys are like you know they're they have how many like Walgreens has seven thousand eight hundred stores something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean if they if the buyer makes one mistake, it's a catastrophe. catastrophe. And so I totally understand. So what I realized was I needed a, a deeper relationship. With, because, I mean, these buyers get bombarded with yeah people like me wanting to sell the merchandise right. and everybody's saying this is the best product, this is the best price, da-da-da-da-da, right? right? But their wall's full, they've already got Maybelline, they've already got, you know, L'Oreal, they have brands that's performing within that given space. Are people buying the shelf space too, those big brands at that point? Um no? You can't really say they're buying the shelf space, ad but then spends. there's like kind of like, you know, um, ad, they request the ad spending. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like dollars tied to the business. Right. And you really have to understand. Otherwise, you know, opening a large account is not always good because you could go in. If you don't calculate the numbers and your profit margins right. correctly, you actually lose money. Right. That's
2: right. I With purse. the chargeback yeah.
1: and everything. Then if you're a small company, you are screwed. Right. Like seriously. And you sign the contract. Like for, give us an example
0: like for example if you if someone would buy 10,000 pieces of yeah. something from you mm-hmm. and they don't sell it
1: yeah. they want
0: to return it yeah. and then they're stuck charge with the product
1: oh, right? they would charge you a where but here's the thing so if you sold them a t- uh, 10,000 pieces at a dollar each which is $10,000 mm-hmm. and if it doesn't sell it doesn't come back to you at $10,000 it will come back to you at $12,000 because you mm-hmm. are there's a penalty in, tied into oh, involved wow wow. so now you've got return merchandise right. which is unsellable on top of that you have you're paying penalties oh. like chargebacks it's called a chargeback yeah like yeah left and right and left and right and wow yeah that's so, why you're to be
0: super careful and very very yes. e- efficient with your with your um inventory yeah and where who you're selling and to and make
1: sure it's it's actually good so you need to make sure that your product do sell right, right? once it's on the shelf it does sell because you know it's not like I don't guarantee that if you're not spending ad money like you were. That's why you have to spend some ad money. Right. Um, But not the ad money like a traditional ad money Mm -hmm. like I did. But when you go into these large chain stores, you know, they have like the mailers and stuff like that. Right. So there's a portion of money a, a, a vendor has to provide right yes and you do ex- that's a, that's what i call the ed
0: money right, right. no i know right. and then you also put like so you got to put your you gotta do like uh selling your thing on a sale price in their little flyer whatever yeah.
1: right yeah 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 you know how sometimes they yeah. do the bogo yeah yeah they of charge that back to to so you got to you guys the, vendor. To the yeah. vendor yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah so then why did you need an investor to come in when you had all this money you're super profitable you wanted to get into these big accounts relationship so the, the financier guy had the relationship.
1: They just came. So it was a, uh, a, a boutique firm out of Chicago. Okay. And they had just exited from an investment mm-hmm. that was a hair care product that they were selling to. And then uh, this hair care product's main customers were like CVS and Walgreens. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was in the same space. So they had contact information for the right sales reps and, you know, um, and having the right sales rep is so important. Right. That's what they say. Yes. So right. I got in contact with the right sales rep. Right. Oh. And once I had the right sales rep, the door started to open. That's how I got into Target.
2: Wow. And
1: Target has, I think, 1,800 stores, at least at that moment. But you don't go into all 1,800. Right. You do, a region. you do a test. Yeah, do a test. Right. You do a 200 store test, But just still a lot. And then you see the result, see how it comes in. And then, you know, you do an expansion. So you do 500. Next, you do 1,000. And then the rest of the store. Wow. Yeah. And then now you have the number from Target, right? And then when the world travels pretty fast. Right. right. So now, like, if the other uh, retailers, retailers yeah. learn that they you have a good number, then a lot of the times they'll reach out to you and ask if, you're, you're able right. to sell to them,
0: right? Then they want you. you got, it's like basically that you got to prove your track record with one, and then yeah. everyone else comes calling. Yeah. And then okay, so then you have your, now you have your minor your minority investor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you sell your company, mm-hmm. and for hundreds and hundreds of millions mm-hmm. of dollars. Now, what are you going to do with all this money? How much do you get to keep of this money?
1: Um, I kept sixty, almost seventy percent. Wow. Almost seventy percent. Wow. So. Okay, so I'm gonna Because I was very I was highly conscious of not diluting my shares.
0: No, I understand yeah. that. And that's super important too, not to dilute your shares. Yeah. And that's why you only had one minority investor. Which you know, is not that CEO much. My CEO had a
1: little bit of share, my CFO right. had a little and some of my early, you know, um employees, senior executives had a little bit had of- like a little bit of share and you know, like once you
0: I know. Then it's kind of a trick you give a little bit here and there, but still, the mass amount is belongs to you. Yes. And so now, now you're like uh, centi times four. You know, you have hundreds of millions of dollars in your in your pocket, and then
1: then you pay tax,
0: and and then you pay tax, which is you're left with like four dollars (laughs) and sixty six cents. No, I'm joking. You know,
1: one time I received (laughs) a refund check. You really? Seven cents. (laughs) Are you serious? From California Treasury. Oh my God, that's hilarious.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. So here you are this like immigrant girl now having hundreds yes. and hundreds of millions on the Forbes list of like America's wealthiest self-made woman yes. blah blah blah. You have all these things. What are you going to do with all your money? Now you have a condo. I know you bought a condo you said when you when we moved out yeah, of your house yeah, at yeah. 29. I'm sure by that after that you bought a couple other things like what <laughs> what did you buy? What did you do? Like what's no, your... but
1: still now? Like I'm I'm Pretty frugal actually. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I spend money where I spend money, but you know, I don't I'm I don't like go out and spend like a rock star. That's not me. That's not your personality. No, it's right? just not my personality. You also know the
0: value of a dollar because you had to build everything from yourself but yes. yourself. Right? So you yes. you have that I eat what I kill yeah. is my
1: model. That's what I say too. Yeah, yes. I eat what I kill. So um, you know, I'm very self conscious and you know, how do you know what's gonna happen? You don't. Yeah. I don't understand some of the younger people. Right, they see money coming in and they think it's their money. But no, don't don't do that. Invest it and harvest the fruits. Right, not eat the plant. A hundred percent or the tree. You know, is that what
0: you do? So, like, what are you doing now? Like, what's your which? So now, okay, the two that we're now at two thousand fourteen. You make all this money. Yeah, you don't want to spend it all on you know just no. a no. lavish stuff that that's like material stuff that doesn't mean anything. You invest your money. Is that what
1: you're doing now? Yeah. Or okay. So what do you? Real estate is oh. hugely important. Okay. And then I I make sure a portion of my money goes to charity. So I have a foundation. Oh, okay. I, What's yes. the foundation called? Uh, it's called Tony Co Foundation. Okay. And uh, I'm good I name. Also, do <laughs> Thank you. You're um, I also sit on board of UNICEF. Um, children. Oh. Anything that has to do with children, young oh. girls' education is very important to me. Those are my mission matches. And uh, I've always I've I I always been sponsor of uh children um from like the third world countries mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. always uh I used to sponsor like twenty four children at one point through World Vision that was through World Vision oh wow what does um, that mean when you say you sponsor them like, like you know you you, you 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 adopt a child right do- yeah yeah so but you, you don't adopt the child no I know no, you 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 yeah.
0: you, you, pay, you give them monthly yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. then some of
1: them have graduated and then you know I get assigned a new child that I wow that I sponsor That's great. So um do that and uh, eventually I found a really amazing meaningful connection with UNICEF. So I sit on their um Southern California regional board. Um mm-hmm. and uh you know I have I'm actually going going to Madagascar with UNICEF um in coming month. Oh wow. It's actually my birthday. I mean it's it the trip happened to be during my birthday and we're going to go visit um the orphanages in Madagascar oh, wow. and, you know, Beautiful. um, see them build a well and I yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. So you're giving back to those, to I, those things. Yeah. I have to, because I've just been so fortunate. Like really. Seriously. Yeah. No, you have been, I've but you been also, so fortunate. it's,
0: it's also, you were, it wasn't just fortunate. I think it was also hard work, Oh, absolutely. right? It was, um, seeing a need in the marketplace absolutely. and, and, and then, um, and basically like jumping on that opportunity that you absolutely. saw absolutely, and like staying on it and absolutely. not giving up, just, you know, kind of staying one path. Like I think a lot of times people, you know, they, they do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and then they're not doing anything really well. But what you do very well, obviously one day. you focus in Deep one, one well, exactly. <laughs> you stay in one lane, one lane, one focus and make that. And yeah. then, until like, it, and you basically just like hammer at that, like just until it's, you know, obviously successful, and now, like, okay, so now you have these a foundation, yeah. UNICEF. You have a, you have other things. Real going estate portfolio.
1: Real I, estate. I, I love real estate. I used to always say, yeah, um, I rather buy a building than a Birkin. Yeah, I like, it. and now, and now yeah. you can buy plenty of buildings. Exactly, I
0: like that. I like that. So, real estate is huge for me. It's a gift that keeps on giving. It's
1: a gift that keeps on giving. Right. So you're yeah. buying. But
0: are you? So are you? Are you? Um, you're doing that. But don't you have a found? I, I mean, I read that you have uh, investment an investment company yes. called Butter. Butter Ventures. Yeah, Butter <laughs> Ventures. Right. Okay. So, what is Butter Ventures?
1: Um, so, uh, I it's called Butter Ventures because butter makes everything better. It does. That's our tagline. Um, and I found Butter Ventures because I wanted to invest in women entrepreneurs. I love it. Because women are the freaking go getters.
0: Seriously. Uh, I- you're you're preaching to the choir. Huh? Yes, yes.
1: Um, and I believe in female founders, so um, it it was a investment company that was that I started to uh, potentially uh, invest in female founding companies. Have
0: you are you invested in any like who are some of the yeah. companies that you have now under your portfolio?
1: Um, yeah, so there's uh, Nikki from Alchemy Forty Three. Oh uh,
0: yes, what is she? That's are you part of that?
1: Yeah, I'm an investor. I'm an early seed investor at that.
0: Oh, yeah. that and that's doing really well.
1: They're doing really well. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. See, go get her. Go get her. Yeah, I met her. I'm like this woman is That's amazing. She's a killer. I'm like... She is. I want to be part of what she does. Good. I love that.
0: I didn't know you were involved in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So when you say I was one
1: of her first investors.
0: Really? Yes. So then how many... Okay, so how how do you do it? Do you pick one a a year, two a year? How long have you had it for? Like... How long has Butter been around for?
1: Well, so I started after I sold the company. So, right, so right away you started Butter Ventures. Uh, 2014. So I like sold, five years. Like, the deal got finalized like July 2014. So this was probably like, you know, by the time I set up the company and start running right, it and stuff, right, it right, was like right. 2015. And uh, yeah, that's one of it. Um, uh, uh, there's a company called um, Unplug. Unplug Unplug oh. Enplug, E-N-P-L-U-G. Uh, it's a uh, tech company. Tech company. I always ask Nancy. Her name is Nancy. She's this incredibly brilliant woman. I mean, Nancy Lu, it's N-A-N-X-I-L-U. She's this incredible, like incredibly intelligent woman. And uh, she has, uh, it's like you could upload all the Twitter feed and all the um, uh, 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 YouTube and, you know, uh, social media onto a screen channel like immediately. Oh, wow. Um, Kind of, yeah. What's it called? N I'm gonna look uh-huh. into that. Okay. And then I've also invested in a company. It's called a Bare Bones Broth. It's a bone broth company.
0: Yeah, I love bone broth. Yeah. Is that a good one? Obviously, you're really going to say yes. One.
1: This is a really good one. How, so where is that being sold? So I think they have, uh, they, were, they were e-com and then um, they're on um, uh, uh, Amazon. They have the collagen powders yeah. that they oh. sell on Amazon. So what's that one called? I'm going to write that Bare one. Bones Broth. <laughs> I'm going to write that be, down. BBB. Bare Bones Broth. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Okay. And then and then another one is, uh, another notable one is uh, Good Dye Young, GDY. It's a hair dye company that was founded by oh. Haley Williams of the group Paramore. Should so I, I rock know band that one? Uh, it's, a, it's all alternative rock. So if, where is she selling her hair? Is that like, they're good at getting into Sephora. Really? They're ready to get into Sephora. Yeah. I'm so happy for them. This is a relatively a new company. Oh, wow. Okay. So when you, yeah. when you do investments, how much are you giving people typically? Like, I write it, smaller checks. You write yeah, smaller I don't checks. like, like huge checks. And, right. You know, these are like seed funds. So, um. How do you find them? I. Where do they find you? People. Yeah, a lot sure of the they times find they you. find me yeah. through people, you know, and I'm also um, limited partner at a, a Bam venture, a strong venture, BAM venture, BAM venture. Yeah, that's yeah. another VC company. Then that's another VC. You're involved company. with them as well. So I invest in a VC company too. Yes, I totally know. Yes. I, I get it. I yeah. get, you're. Oh, so I then, know that one. Yes, yeah, so Band ventures. My money goes through through the VC company. Yeah, and then. When you are a limited partner with a BC company, you get to see the deal flow. Right. So, when I see the deal flow that matches my criteria I'll come to my way, then I could separately invest in those companies as well.
0: Oh, so I, I like that. that. You did yeah. that one too. I
1: didn't know you were involved with that one too.
0: Then how do you have time for your sunglass company? I know. Oh my gosh. That's like, <laughs> I'm telling you, like it's like you I- it's like it's I think this is like this is what I I I say all the time. I think that there are certain people who are just innately like just like st- like hustlers who have like the, they just have like the entrepreneurial spirit and they're like able to do a ton of stuff at once. And like, it's part of like, they're just very determined and super disciplined. And I think that you can teach that to some degree, but a lot of it is like naturally like who you are as a person.
1: I drive myself yeah. nuts I'm,
0: every day. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, cause you're so like, <laughs> you have so many things. Like, so. okay. Tell me about this, this, is that oh, it? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. This. Is, um, it's a sunglass company that I founded in 2015. We launched in 2016. We were actually the uh, um, official uh, sponsor at Coachella. We launched, you were? Yeah, we launched at Coachella. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, it was ridiculous. Like the other sponsors were like American Express, and I think it was like Grey Goose or something. And then there's like this tiny little sunglass company. <laughs> oh my god! How did you
0: even get that? Like, what was you the
1: know, PR agency somehow? Like we were wow. talking about maybe doing an event at right, not, not... at Coachella. Like you know, like right? Partnering up with an event that was happening around at Coachella, and. It evolved and evolved and evolved, and eventually, you know, I'm like, hey, go big or go home. No kidding, <laughs> yeah. and I guess you
0: went big, and
1: like... I went big. Wow, yeah. are you selling a lot of those, or... Yes, so uh, we are on our e-commerce, thomasjamesla.com. Thomasjamesla.com. Yeah. but we were, uh, I, I rebranded, it was Perverse Sunglasses, so when I did oh. the launch and everything, it was called a Perverse Sunglasses. Why did you change the name? Um, You know... Initially, I loved the name. Um, I absolutely fell in love with the name. But you know, over like two years of running the business, I uh, I felt the challenge of people associating perverse with perverted. Mm. And you know, perverse yeah. has a beautiful meaning. Like it means uh, uh, deliberately doing things against the norm. Um, mm, right. It's completely different from perverted, right? right? But people, you think that they yeah, get, and yeah. then like. You know, in the beginning, I was like, oh, my God, this is such an amazing meaning. Like, it is so misunderstood. And right. I was like, I want to let people know. Like, but after two years, I was like, I don't want to. Like, I'm like, this is too much. Like, I don't want to take this job of. Right. Like, Constantly re-explaining yeah. it. So, yeah. No, no, no. And
0: like repeating yourself. Yes. Yeah. But. So
1: I I decided to just drop that name and rebrand. And so it's Thomas James LA now.
0: And so do you still sell a lot of these classes? Oh, yeah, we do. Wow. Can this be the next NYX or no?
1: um you know what yes and no because uh yes because it could be a hugely successful brand uh no because the sunglass industry itself is a smaller industry uh, globally so only about like 38 billion dollar industry i mean plus brand? minus plus minus what's the makeup brand like beauty uh hundreds Hundreds of yeah, uh, right. So like yeah,
0: it's like probably like, hundred times bigger than yes. the uh, sunglass company. Yeah, uh, sunglass uh, so industry.
1: yeah. So then the industry itself is smaller, and it is so highly dominated by few few right. companies that it's harder to develop. Like it's much harder to develop. Develop yeah. And sunglass is not something everybody buys multiple pairs of. Right. Well, they lose them all the time. I mean, yeah. I lose my sunglasses like
0: every week. I got to buy a new pair like <laughs> you every week. You'll be my week. best customer. <laughs> I'm your best customer. I'm saying, but I think everyone, like I feel like a lot of people are that, that way. They keep on like losing their yes. sunglasses and they have to rebuy them. But the price point's higher, probably don't make as much money per yeah. unit. But then, are you, someone like you, like, would you start a new beauty brand then like is that something you would actually may, do again
1: i may you know um do you have a non compete oh, okay. yes i do i have a 5 year non compete um globally but i have 3 year non compete in eu so in eu countries my non compete actually expires so i do have an office in frankfurt um that and uh, i could start i could start a uh, beauty company in europe very easily and it's a it's an idea that i'm entertaining like what
0: now like do you what do you think of all these other brands that come now on the market like, there's uh, so many there's so many. look at it the Kylie so, Jenner's oh, look, they're doing incredible uh, she's like a billionaire in yeah. like a, in a year i mean look at the yeah. difference in like back when you started versus now when yeah. celebrity quote unquote yes. whatever you want to call her you know her family and within
1: a couple of years her business is like a billion dollar venture yeah i mean she has 120 million followers right. that is one third of America. Can you believe that? So then,
0: so does that like, is that just an easy hole in one then? Like you just have to have a huge following and then you can just put out like, look at Rihanna. How is her Fenty doing? Is it doing Amazing. well?
1: Amazing, right. right? That's also, isn't it more than a billion? I bet it's more than a billion. It's owned by a company named uh, Kendo, Kendo. Oh, so she's, okay. So what's her role in that? Probably she's probably the CEO. They're probably partners. partners yeah, I don't right. know the details of it, so right. I can't speak for it. But um, there's a company up in, uh, in the Bay Area called Kendo, Kendo, Kendo or K-E-N-D-O, that owns like these uh, portfolio of brands. Wow. And Fenty is like one of those brands.
2: Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.
0: What's another one like in that way? Like which ones are are other ones that are like Um, now doing really well?
1: um, KKW does well. ColourPop does well.
0: Oh, Colourpop does really They're well. They're all under the
1: same umbrella of company. What, part of Can Do stuff? No, or, no not okay. Can Do stuff. Can Do, not that company. Another, There's another company.
0: So would you ever go with someone, would you ever kind of build a brand with someone like that and just kind of be behind the scenes or maybe your own name? Like, what would be like? If you were to do another beauty brand, what would it be like? What would well, you, what not would it my like?
1: name for sure.
0: Not your name. Okay, for so sure. would it be like another, what would it be like? What would be in your, if you were, I'm not saying you are, if you were to start your own beauty brand, what would it be this time?
1: You know, I would like to, uh, I would like to, I like the niche markets. So I want to find the niche markets. Like what's the gap right now? I think there's uh, ethnic Mm. is huge. So, you know, I look at that as a amazing niche market. Um, And then um, there's a few... Influencers that I've kind of been following Mm -hmm. intensely, right? And I think they have like really amazing market, but I can't really go into the details. Okay, you'll come on again and tell me next time. (laughs) You'll come on again. It's a reason for you to come back, exactly. And believe me, I'm
0: going to make you come back. I'm going to be knocking on your door.
1: And then I have one other thing Mm -hmm. I want to
0: leave you with. And then okay, so we're we kind of touched upon it a bit, like what you do daily or habits, like your rituals. I know you like to make To-do lists to do lists. Yeah. Um, and then once you tick them all off, you move on to the next list. What would be like, what would be your thing that you have to kind of like, is there something that you have that you eat every day or some kind of routine or ritual that's kind of you
1: juicing?
0: juicing. Yeah. You juice every day. every day
1: for last
0: six years. And, and what kind of juice and why, what does it do? What's the difference between then and now? Like, what's your juice?
1: Okay. Any juice? Um, no, I have my formula. Okay, what's your half formula? Half a beet. Okay. Two, two, two sticks of celery. Okay. Half an apple. Half a grapefruit. Two carrots. And um, um, kale. And, that's, and that you have, what, every day? Yeah. Do
0: you make it or do you go
1: somewhere? My housekeeper makes it for me. Every day? In the every morning? day. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. So you have a juice every morning. And is that like do you eat breakfast with that?
1: Or no, that's I don't eat bre- breakfast. So
0: that is kind of like your morning coffee. Do you drink coffee?
1: Yeah. So uh, one thing that I do every day with the juice is, as soon as I wake up in the morning, yeah. I drink water. Room temperature water. I don't. I don't like cold water. Room temp, like a big tall glass of water, just one one shot, gulp it down. Yeah. And then I make myself a coffee. I don't drink coffee on empty stomach because it's very acidic, Acid, and yeah. it's not good for your stomach lining, especially when you first wake up in the morning. So you need to take that fluid in. And I don't like to drink like orange juice or anything because those are too acidic too. So, uh, uh room temperature water, very important. Just water, and then in like two, three, five minutes later, then you could have your coffee or tea or, you know, anything that has caffeine. Right? right. And after that, and I have this routine of getting ready in the morning while drinking coffee. And I play YouTube. And then that's when I catch up on all of my like makeup bloggers and like, all, oh, like all of that. Like that. And I do my hair, I do my makeup. And then on my way out to work, I grab my juice and go.
0: Okay, so that so as you get ready, you watch the YouTube bloggers. Yeah. So
1: I'm and not like watching you Watching. No, I know you in it's my in the background. background. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who
0: do you like? Like, who do you listen to? Who, oh do, you, my God. Or who do you watch? Uh,
1: who do you think God. is really good? Oh my God! There's everybody's so good. Jackie Aina. There's one beauty blogger. Her name is Jackie Aina. Okay. She's good. She's amazing. She's okay. great. Um, there's a, uh, a lifestyle blogger. Her name is Jen Im. She's amazing too. And okay. then you know like everybody that everybody like you know like. Desi, I, no, I don't know. Yeah. Is it like the beauty blog. The I'm beauty it's
0: so, Essentially, everyone has their thing. Like, obviously, you're in the beauty space, yeah. so like, you have like your favorite beauty bloggers. Oh,
1: and then the travel bloggers too. I oh, love okay. travel travel blog. I love food blog. I love food.
0: Blog. Yeah. yeah. Now you're speaking my language, <laughs> Tony. So you basically that's your routine. So like to kind of like basically like condense it down. You you have your your juice, which is your beets, your carrots, your celery, yeah. apple, whatever. And you drink your big glass of water in the yeah. morning. First thing. First thing in the morning. Then you'll have your coffee. coffee. Um, and then as you get ready, you watch your, blog, your beauty yeah. bloggers or travel bloggers oh, like in the background. Oh,
1: the another thing that I watch is I watch uh, uh, chicken kippers. I have chickens myself. You have chicken so. where? Like in the house? Yeah, I have four chickens. Four, four chickens.
0: Pet chickens. Pet chickens. Yes. So you don't cook them and eat them no (laughs) i'm kidding i'm just joking i know i'm
1: just joking
0: you have just pet chickens yeah
1: Yeah. how old like how old are they uh they're now about uh i got them when they were 18 weeks old um i think they're about like 30 weeks old now how old 30 weeks what are you gonna do with them they're my chicken they're my pet they like, have name. They're ginger. Do they sleep with you? Like, like, oh no 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 no! You like, can't because you cannot chickens. potty potty train, train them. them. So um, you could have. So they're considered like bird, right? Yeah, they're like, birds. You could they have, lay eggs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they lay. They lay the most delicious. I'm sure. Eggs. It's, it's so rewarding.
0: So, what? How many eggs can a chicken give you?
1: So I have a breed called uh, uh, Buff Orphington, and Buff Orphington is an amazing uh, egg-laying chickens. And then, um, on average, they lay two about two hundred and eighty eggs a year. So they lay one egg for every fourteen hours of sunlight they get. Oh, so wow. during the winter, they they lay less, and summer they lay more.
0: Wow! So you have so was this like a so you basically are you have pet chickens? Yeah. And you eat their eggs, obviously. And then what happens like when they? They're gonna. How long do they live for?
1: Like you said, like, they could live up to ten years.
0: So you're gonna have these chickens in your house for ten years, yeah? Just hanging out,
1: yeah. But of course, they have their own house. They have a coop. They have a run, yeah. And then they have a they have their own fenced in, free ranging area. So they live there. What other animals do you have? I have a dog. Oh, a dog, yeah. And the chickens <laughs> and
0: a dog. Okay, and then um, nothing else. Nothing else in the farm. Just like those eggs. Oh, eggs. That's just chickens.
1: That's it. What would make
0: you get a chicken just I've fun? always
1: wanted to have chicken. I don't know why. Really? I've always wanted to have a chicken, but I couldn't because I was living at a condo. Like, right. So the city ordinance is that the chickens has to be 25 feet away from your house, and then it has to be 35 feet away from your wow. neighbor's house. Wow. Yes.
0: So now you have a big enough house, house where you have... House
1: where I could have the chicken. So as soon as I moved into my house, um, I got a coop, I got a run, and uh, I got it all prepared and then I hire a chicken consultant that I found on Instagram.
0: What? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes.
1: There's such a thing as a chicken consultant. No, she's not a consultant. But write I write this down. I just reached out to her and I said I asked her, "Would you consult for me?" As a what? Because she's like a chicken consultant. What are you going to consult with? It? What are they going to tell you? What material is the best material for bedding? What material is the best material? Like how thick should it be? How like, how often should I change it out? Aren't they called farmers? Can't you ask a farmer? <laughs> is a chicken consultant like a euphemism now
0: for the word farmer? I thought that's what they are. No? Yes. Is it just- is
1: not, I'm not breeding the chickens to eat. You're just. I know they're not meat chickens. They're they're called the meat chickens. are call called the roasters. So, and so oh, I didn't. They're, agree. they're pets. So I care about their well-being. So did you
0: seriously go on Instagram and look for chicken consultant?
1: No, no, not chicken consultant. Like you uh, look so there then there's like a huge there's an entire world out there for the chi- uh, backyard chickens. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah, backyard
0: chickens. And then
1: there's this one lady that I've been following, and I realize she's in Pasadena. Oh wow! I'm like, who knew? oh my, who knew? I'm like, I need to contact this lady and ask her to consult for me, and that's what I did.
0: And oh her my.
1: handle is drinking with the chickens. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna look at that yeah. drinking with
0: the. Take ch- a note of that later, yeah. Casey. I'm gonna make a note of that. Uh-huh. Wow. And so this lady now, like, do you consult with her? Like, is it just like a one-off or like you consult with her like on like weekly or? Yeah.
1: So it was just like a one-off deal. Before I brought the chickens in, I wanted to make sure because I I read. Books, I read articles and, you know, wow. like I've watched like YouTube videos, but still it's always like talk to a nice to talk to a live person. Right. That's why I 100%. brought her on as a consultant because I want the best quality of life for my, for my girls. Amazing. Um, so, you know, and she was wonderful. Oh my gosh. She was wonderful. And even now, any questions I have, I just send her an email and she replies back. She's the sweetest woman.
0: Wow. Well, let me know how that goes. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, if you're getting more chickens, I mean, I want to try one of the chicken eggs. I heard those are delicious when they're like fresh like that. I'll bring some for
1: you next time. Well, you? They're, no, the yolk is orange. Orange, yeah. And right. what, like, you crack it open, and the aroma, it fills the room. No, it's I've heard. It's different. It's different.
0: I buy all my eggs at the farmer's market, but still, there's like a week or two-week lag in that, you know? I want to taste yeah. one of those, one of your chickens eggs when they're uh-huh. fresh 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 yeah
1: and then you know it's different because my chickens only drink like um high quality filter water they drink the type of water that i drink wow um, they eat veggies from my garden so wow it's a guaranteed and i pick it in the morning and i give it to them that so sounds
0: amazing it's
1: not a farmed chicken this is no, I know. Pet chicken. It's a
0: pet chicken that also has that basically feeds you eggs, and you don't eat breakfast. So when, when
1: you eat the eggs at night, I, you know what? I have I have probably two eggs. I so I okay. give them as a gift. Give them to me as a gift. I will next time. I would yeah, love it. Oh yeah. My gosh. Next Thank time, you. next time for sure. Promise. Absolutely.
0: Well, okay. I'd have to say this has been a delight to talk to you. Seriously, a delight, Tonico. Thank you so much for coming on. Talked about chickens, chicken consultants. <laughs> Yeah we from
1: makeup to like I we're know, all over the place. To
0: chickens, to to-do lists. I mean, it's we covered the gamut. <laughs> um, so thank you. Thank you for coming on. It was really a pleasure talking to you. And how would people find you if they're more interested in following you and your chickens? Do you have a, do you have an Instagram account? I
1: do, I do. Tony Ko Ko Ko. So it's T O N I, and then my last name Co. three times. T O N I K O K O K O Are you on Facebook too? I, you know, I have an account, but I'm not really on it anymore. I don't know. I just yeah. stopped going on Facebook. Yeah, like, me too. It's last kind of, year. Yeah, it yeah. is kind of.
0: Anyway, um, thank you yeah. and thank you, and we're gonna have you on again because you were a delight and so inspirational. So
1: thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun, and you are an amazing, amazing.
0: Oh, you're the best. Thank you for uh, thank you for saying that. I I paid you twenty bucks. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. <laughs>